the carbs, again, we spoke about that earlier. Instead of it, carbs give you a, an instant boost of energy, mm -hmm. but it's not long lasting. Mm -hmm. For example, I'm fasting all day. I still have energy. I go work out for an hour and a half. Wow. Good for it's you. It's phenomenal. The change that happens mm -hmm. when you give your body the correct fuel that will get you through the day. Hey friends, welcome to Dancing in the Kitchen podcast. I'm your host, Debbie Stovacek. This podcast is about coming back to what makes you hungry for happiness, what feeds your soul. It's about remembering the crazy stories that got us where we are and the things we want to tell our younger self so we don't get lost along the way. It's about our favorite meals and the memories the smells, the taste, the conversations, the people, and maybe even the meals we'd rather forget, but are etched in our minds anyway. So let's have conversations over cupcakes, or we can have happy hour. We'll talk about the music we listened to in the 80s, the music we listen to now. What's our happy place, and why it's so important? I created this podcast because I had lost myself until one day, I found myself blasting the music while I was cooking and dancing around my kitchen. These are things I love to do, but I stopped doing them for some reason. Maybe by sharing my stories and those of my friends at the table or on the dance floor, it will help you uncover yourself too by stirring up your own memories. I hope this podcast brings you joy nourishment, and maybe a laugh or two along the way. So ready or not, let's get started. Hey, everybody, we are going to continue with our motivation and moving theme for this month of May. And today I have the pleasure of chatting with someone who has really motivated me and so many people with her way of eating. And so I am going to introduce to you today, Louisa Maroney, and I'll let her tell you all about it. Hi, Louisa. Hi, Debbie. How are you today? I am fabulous. How are you? Good. Good. So, so you want yeah, Sorry, so tell us a little bit about yourself, where you've been, where you're at, and uh, where you're heading. All right. Well, I am a married mother of two, uh, no longer teenagers. My son just turned 20 and my daughter's going to turn 23. So uh, a little sad that they're no longer teenagers, but glad to be past that uh, particular <laughs> uh, part of their life. So um, I have a wonderful husband who's romantic and, we, you know, dance in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, one of my passions, and I guess the reason we're talking today is because I finally, finally found the motivation to lose 140 pounds, wow, wow. <laughs> One, uh, you know, and number two, as a result, I was a, I managed to get off diabetic medication. So I can give you a short little thing about how that all happened. Uh -huh. um, you know, seven years ago, I was uh, walking with a cane. I weighed 315 pounds. I was obese. Wow. Um, my BMI index was at like, I don't know, 55, 60% maybe. I was horribly, horribly unmotivated to change anything. You know, I had seen, and I was pre-diabetic. So 
Um, my doctor had been warning me for years that I was pre-diabetic and I saw my father-in-law pass away from diabetes and my own father passed away from complications from diabetes. Mm. And so, you know, you know, it's coming. You would think that would be motivation enough, right? Seeing your father-in-law and your own father pass away. But I was always thinking, no, it's not going to happen to me. I don't eat sweets, which diabetes is not a, a disease of just eating sweets. Right. I discovered that. <clears throat> and I thought, well, I don't like sweets. I, I have a savory tooth. I love pizza and pasta and rice and bread. So I won't get diabetes. And I was in denial. And every year when I went for my yearly checkup, instead of reversing the scale, my doctor would look and say, Louisa, you've gained an additional 15 pounds this year. What happened? Wow. Uh, and then we would talk about strategies. I'd say, I don't know, doc. I, I did what you told me. I, I'm cutting the fat. I'm, I'm counting my calories. Um, and I'm lying to her. <laughs> you know, I'm lying to her because I did it for a little while. Right. I might have joined a program maybe met with some success, mm -hmm. but then I would give up, you know, mm -hmm. I would, I would be starving because many programs do set us up for failure. Right. right. What I learned is, you know, low fat, haha. <laughs> no, if a food is low fat, you can betcha they replace that fat with sugar. Right. right. Uh, and so, you know, when you're eating low fat, you're just giving yourself more sugar basically or carbohydrates. Mm -hmm. And so again, I was failing and failing and failing and feeling like a failure. And I stopped going to one of them where you meet each week, because instead of announcing that I'd lost weight, I'd gained weight. And we went round and round in this vicious cycle of yearly doctor visits of being told that Louisa, you're going to be diabetic. And then one day, seven years ago, I walk in met my highest weight, 315 doctor turns to me and says, you're going on metformin. And that was the beginning of my aha moment Wow. Yeah. being placed on medication. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then we had a strategy. She made an appointment for me to go see a diabetic uh, nutritionist. Uh -huh. I went, I followed what she said, which is low fat. All, all physicians, all medical professionals will always, um, tell someone who has a weight issue or a health issue, two things, cut the fat, cut your calories, right? That doesn't work for everyone. Mm -mm. It, and I did that. I followed what the dietitian told me to do. I was not successful. Mm. Six months in still on metformin. I start Googling. How do I reverse diabetes? Is there a chance that I can get off drugs ever? Cause you're typically told you're on drugs forever. Right. 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 You know, I don't know if you know any diabetics. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So typically told you are going to be on medication for the rest of your life. That, that, that in itself is like a life sentence to me. Right. So I start Googling and this is seven, eight years ago when, and I, I follow, by the way, I'll state it right in here. I follow a very low carb slash keto lifestyle. And that is the elimination of, and this is the fallacy out there. <gasps> you don't eat carbs. How unhealthy that is untrue. What it is, is making the choice of a lower carb food in place of a higher carb food. Mm -hmm. So for example, rice, rice, brown rice has more carbs than white rice. Wow. Surprise. Right. right. I did. I guess I didn't realize that. I always yeah. felt like brown rice was a little healthier for you, but there 
Oh, yes. Interesting. You know, swap out white rice and have brown rice. Well, guess what? 48 grams of carbs in a cup of brown rice, 44 grams of carbs in white rice. Wow. Wow. Right? Mm -hmm. So what will, so let's put it this way. A cup of brown rice cooked has 48 grams of carbs. I can eat 12 cups of mushrooms Mm. in place of that, right? Mm -hmm. So I started to, to really dig in and what is this keto? What is this low carb way of eating? (gasps) I have to give up some foods. But then I thought to myself, whenever you go on a diet or whenever you change your lifestyle or the way you eat, you're typically giving up something. Most of us have been on a diet and at some point in our lives. And it's, if you're going low, low calorie, then you're giving up calories. You're giving up quantity. You're going to go low fat. You're, you're, you're giving up delicious fat, which you need, you know, oils and the fat on your delicious barbecued steak. Right. So I thought to myself, okay, what am I going to do here? I'm a diabetic. I'm starting to realize that carbs are hurting me. I started to realize that we all eat more carbs than our body needs. And that's why we're all getting, uh, our, our middles are becoming larger, right? In, in simplistic terms and, and not using any scientific big words to explain it, when you are eating carbs and all of us eat more carbs than we should, our body needs food. That's our fuel. Um, what happens is that your body takes in carbs. We eat way more. And the excess, the carbs we need to run our body and and energy, it's consumed. The excess is packed on. It stays. And it gets packed on into our middles, our faces, our necks. I see bloating in people. I can see it right away. And I know they're having, they're eating a very high carb diet. Whereas if you switch to a low carb way of eating, where you're eliminating the higher carb foods, which are bread, potatoes, pasta, and rice, and you, you, you start becoming a fat burning machine. And because the body goes looking for carbohydrates, it's like, oh, she's not eating potatoes today. Oh, I don't have that 48 grams of carbs from a, a, a cup of you know, rice. So it's, it's going to use fat for fuel. It'll use your fat for fuel. And instead of gaining weight, you lose weight and you become a fat burning machine. I always say in my program, you eat fat to lose fat and everybody's shocked. And I repeat it, I'm eating fat to lose fat. And the fallacy too is, oh my God, you're eating fat. Oh, how horrible. No, it's good fat, good fat, such as coconut oil, coconut cream, avocado, avocado oil, olive oil, um, and a couple of other really healthy oils. So a heavy cream and an avocado is not even considered a fruit or a vegetable in my world. It's considered a fat. Yeah. It is considered, it's in the fat category. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I never, ever use commercial oil, canola, anything from corn, anything corn related, forget it. Yeah. Um, And so the things I stay away from are corn and corn products, corn starch, anything corn, commercial oils, any vegetable oil. And I stay away from anything labeled low fat. And I explained why earlier. Right. Having discovered this way of eating, I thought, okay, let's see if I can do this because I'm extremely addicted to pizza, potatoes, pasta, and rice. (laughs) (laughs) 
you know, I, I'm of Italian background. So I was born with a piece of bread in one hand and pasta in the other. Right. Right. I met with such success, such success. I also, I don't know if I mentioned it earlier, but I was walking with a cane because the right. heavy that I carried on my frame had mm -hmm. shot my right hip and they wouldn't do the operation. So I desperately needed a hip replacement, Wow! but they won't do hip replacements if you weigh 315 pounds. Right. Wow. Right. So that was the other motivation, the motivation for me, you know, when you're going to make a life changing decision, it's typically the why. Yes, absolutely. Why? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why? If you're going to change, if you're looking for change and I get people coming to me all the time, I ask them, why do you want to lose weight? Why are you coming to me? Why do you want to enter my way of eating program? And it's got to have a strong why behind it. Right. Because like I said earlier, I was told for years, you're pre-diabetic, you've got it in the family. And I refused to listen. My why was needing that surgery and being told you have to lose some weight. And my other why was I didn't want to be taking metformin for the rest of my life. Because once you start on one medication, mm -hmm. you have as you continue on in your life, by end of life, you're on 12 to 14, a cocktail of 12 to 14. Different ones, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know that. I've, yeah. I've seen time and again, oh, I'm just taking this pill for my high cholesterol. The next couple of years go by, then my friend says, oh, my doctor added another pill because the cholesterol pill was doing something to my liver, and now I need this pill for this. Mm -hmm. It's just the progression of being on medication. Um, and so the first year, Debbie, I lost 50 pounds. 50. Wow. And I was eating bacon <laughs> and I was eating <laughs> eggs and I was eating uh, protein and I was eating avocados and I was having coconut cream and I was having heavy whipping cream in my coffee. I drink something called a bulletproof coffee in the morning, mm -hmm. which is coffee frothed in a blender with butter and heavy whipping cream, MCT oil. And it's it freaks people out in the beginning when you hear what I've put into my, you know, bulletproof coffee. But when you switch from eating carbohydrates to a higher fat way of eating, you get full with fat. Mm. Fat fills you up, believe it or not. Okay. And you eat less food in the end of the day. So when you're eating carbs and Debbie, I don't know if you've experienced this, but oh my God, you order takeout Chinese. And it's, you know, rice and lo mein. And, you know, you're like, you, 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 I love Chinese food. So I would eat till I was like uh, full and bloated and uncomfortable. And then, you know, you put the food away because you're like, oh, I can't eat another bite. <clears throat> and then two hours later, what are you doing? You're you hungry your again. <laughs> right. You got your head in the fridge. You're like, oh, where's that leftover half? half container of rice I didn't finish. Let me finish that off. Yeah. Oh, oh, and there's that slice of coconut cream pie. Yeah. And, and we're all in this vicious circle of mm -hmm. loading up on carbs, becoming uncomfortably, and I call it artificially full. Mm -hmm. Your body consumes whatever it needs for those two hours to mm -hmm. function. Mm -hmm. And then the rest, it gets packed on. Right. Right. And you're hungry again mm -hmm. because you've got that vicious, you get that, that 
high spike, you know, even mid-afternoon, you're, you know, you're at work at the office. Well, now we're all at home, but oh, it's two o'clock. Oh, yawn. Let me go grab a healthy muffin full of carbs or, oh, an oatmeal cookie or two. Very healthy, right? Yeah. Or yeah. a bagel, <laughs> a bagel with low fat cream cheese. Now, isn't that healthy? Yeah. You just, oh, bagels, 58 grams of carbs. Yeah. 58 grams of carbs in a bagel. Right. So, you know, yeah. I hear you because I just told you before we started recording, I had a bagel for breakfast. <laughs> I, I don't normally eat bagels. I, I promise you, I don't. But for whatever reason, I was at the store the other day and I'm like, oh, it's gluten free. So because I have issues with bread and I've developed some issues eating a lot of bread and having to change that to something more clean, organic, whole grain type things and gluten free lifestyle, more or less. But um I don't know why I was so hungry. And I was like, oh, that bagel looks really good. And so I probably won't even finish the whole bag because I know they're not good for me, but you know, I figure, well, I'll be good the rest of the day, but um, I don't know. But yeah. So like your first year you lost, you said you lost 50 pounds, right? How many have you lost? How many pounds have you lost overall? 100 as of today, 143. That, yay. that is so awesome. If that's not motivation, people, oh my gosh. And, and Louisa, you look fantastic. You know, your before and after pictures. Yeah. I just am in awe of you and your energy is what drew me to you from the very beginning when we first met yeah. Yeah. and, um, you're just so full of zest and you've just got this bright smile and you glow and it's because you've uh-huh. found the right way to eat and you yeah. love sharing that with other people. I mean, you're so good at connecting with other people and sharing your story and helping to motivate them to have similar or the same results. So I think that is just, it's, it's amazing. Well, thank you, Debbie. You know, the thing is, um, it's because, well, let me give you the other benefits, by the way. So you touched on how I look and how I feel. Mm-hmm. I'm on fire all the time. <laughs> the energy I get, and you would think, but you're not eating any carbohydrates. Where are you getting your energy? Right. When you switch to a lower carb, higher fat way of eating, what happens is that you get brain clarity. You don't have that brain fog from eating enormous amounts of carbohydrates. You know, you just told me that you had 58 grams of carbohydrates. That's how I look at carbs now. I don't say bagel. I say 58 grams of carbs in there. And what you've done is you probably, you were starving too. You said, I don't know why I was hungry. Oh, I can tell you why you were hungry. I wonder what you ate the night before that would cause you to wake up hungry. I no longer wake up hungry. I don't. I've reset the clock to what I've done now is I'm actually listening to my body. I wait for my body to say it's hungry. Mm-hmm. We've lost that ability by the way we eat. Mm-hmm. We have lost. Many of us eat by route. It's routine to wake up and have breakfast and then a snack and then lunch. And you've always got this hungry feeling in your stomach. Mm-hmm. So now you know, and it's because I'm no longer hungry because my blood sugars are even keel, even right. just steady Eddie. Yeah. And that first year when I went in to see the doctor, she was just like, wow, she could see it, you know, mm-hmm. 50 pounds. Mm-hmm. We scheduled the surgery for my hip. Yay. And she was just like, 
you're, 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 I'm so happy you went to see the dietitian that you're following the diabetic diet. And I said, yeah, no, no. And then I proceeded to tell her that I eat 18 eggs a week, that I eat two to two to three packs of bacon a week. I was, I had to get a Costco membership, wow. right? And she was aghast. She was like, oh no, 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 no. And then she pulled out my report, my health report, which I had a copy of. And I had printed it and I had looked up every single one of my vitals and we went through them and she was shocked. She said, your cholesterol's bang on and you're eating what? 18 eggs a week? What? <laughs> now I no longer eat that many eggs, by the way. It's a natural progression in mm -hmm. this way of eating. Mm -hmm. Because I'm a quantity eater and because I was, I had to compensate for giving up beloved foods like bread, potatoes, pasta, and rice. Right. Um, but, you know, it's a natural progression that you're first eating and replacing those foods. But now yeah, I don't eat those quantities anymore. My body is a fat burning machine. Also, I look younger than I do in my before pictures. Let me tell you something, Debbie, for all your female listeners, mm -hmm. sugar and carbs age your skin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, they do. Yes, They're they like do. cigarettes. If you're a smoker, that ages your skin. So does eating sugar, by the way. And I say carbs is sugar. So people say, oh, I didn't, I, there's no sugar in my bread. There's no sugar in my pasta. Yeah. There may not be sugar, but you might as well call the carbs in it sugar. Right. So yes, my skin is glowing. Mm -hmm. um, the coconut oil is so good for your body. Mm -hmm. It's so good. You can eat it. You can cook in it and you can put it on your face. Right. <laughs> Um, you know, it, it's just amazing. I, I look like people are just shocked at my before picture. Mm -hmm. I look haggard. I look tired. You could see the bloating. Mm -hmm. I, I can see it in the pictures that I look at of myself. Uh, there's one that I'm embarrassed to actually display on social media. Mm -hmm. My daughter took it. It was at my, um, my, my mother-in-law's it was Christmas. We're at my mother-in-law's I'm in a, I'm in a coma. I'm comatose. I'm on the couch. We've just eaten and a huge Italian Christmas dinner mm -hmm. full of carbs. Carbs. Oh yeah. <laughs> we mix, you know, we mix turkey, a turkey with lasagna. We've got like the two cultures clashing, right? Right. I am on the couch. I'm passed out. I look awful. I'm shocked by that picture. Triple chin, stomach. My hands are on top of my stomach. I don't recognize that person. I just don't. And then you know what would happen at these family functions? You awake from this, this carb, karma, carb, comatose state. And it's say, hey, let's go to the table and eat dessert now. Yeah. And it's just, it was a vicious cycle. And I know that most of us are in that cycle. Mm -hmm. But my youthfulness, my energy, like, like I said, it eliminates. So, you know, eliminating uh, carbs gives you mental clarity. Mm -hmm. gets rid of bloating, um, really helps with skin, your skin, even like if you have adult acne mm -hmm. or skin issues that clears up, uh, and then diabetes, right? You know, you eliminate the high carb foods out of your life. My doctor took me off metformin the first year. Awesome. That's great. well, no, she didn't take me off. Actually, that conversation, that first year where I lost 50 pounds, uh -huh. she says to me, I am, look at your blood sugars. Oh my God. You 
don't need metformin anymore. I'm taking you off. No more, you know, prescription. I said, guess what, doc? I took myself off six months ago. Oh, <laughs> because I already knew I was pricking my finger. And as soon as I started to see the results, I then took the medication. I stopped taking medication mm-hmm. and I knew I didn't need it. I didn't know. Oh. I no longer needed it. She was floored. Wow. That's great. That just, you yeah. just blow my mind. Every time you talk about your story and it's like, oh my gosh, uh-huh. you know, and, and when you were talking about that, Christmas dinner and that, that photo and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so, isn't it, isn't it, um, oh, I don't want to say ironic. It's something how a meal can bring up such a memory, you know, and sometimes it's a good memory and sometimes it's a bad memory. And in that particular case, yeah. it wasn't a very yeah. happy memory, but uh-huh. tell me about, tell me about another uh-huh. meal that you'll never uh-huh. forget. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, it would have to be celebrating a wedding anniversary and we went and we scrounged and saved and went to this expensive restaurant and I love fancy cooking I'm a I'm a bit of a gourmet cook uh-huh. I love to cook I love to cook for others and I ordered and it was like unlimited we don't care we didn't care about the budget for this meal and I had foie gras mm-hmm. and I had caviar which was $250 <gasps> and I love fine I love fine dining I do Mm -hmm. I do oh foie gras and and and, you know like a what was it a huge t-bone steak and uh that was a memorable meal with wine and it was just amazing except my husband isn't a gourmet gourmand and he indulged me because and on the way home he says can we stop at pizza pizza Oh my gosh, that's and hilarious. that was memorable. He, you know, because he went along with it, um, and he didn't like the the anything I ate. He doesn't like caviar. He doesn't like the yeah. any of the fancy stuff. He did, he liked his steak, of course, uh-huh. but that was memorable for me because he indulged me. He <laughs> <laughs> stopped and had pizza, pizza. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. So, yeah. what's your favorite food, or if there was one thing that's your favorite yeah. that you could mm-hmm. only eat that one thing the rest of your life, either a meal or oh, a particular <laughs> food item, oh, oh. what would that be? <laughs> yeah. So let's just say that uh, as motivated as I am, and the fact that I've eliminated my favorite foods, which are potatoes, pasta, rice, and bread, <laughs> I can't not one, although I think pizza would be the ultimate one for me, crispy pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, I now, I'd have to say that my other favorites now in the keto low carb world are bacon and eggs. Mm-hmm. Actually, the joke in the keto world is bacon makes everything taste good. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does. I do have Jewish, vegetarian, and vegan clients, so I don't push the bacon on them, uh, <laughs> but... I'd have to say that bacon always made me feel good. So when I was going through withdrawal in the beginning, Mm -hmm. I would run to bacon Mm -hmm. and I had lots of bacon in my fridge because bacon, and there's so many memes and is it memes, 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 and and jokes in the keto world about bacon. So I, you know, someone will say I'm craving uh, lasagna, go cook some bacon. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Now, is is. there, is there something that you just cannot eat? You don't like it. There's just no way you're going to eat it. Uh, Not at all. 
No, mm-hmm. I, I listen, I've had chocolate covered crickets. I've had <laughs> man cricket, cricket flour. I've eaten snake. I've eaten frog. Oh, oh goat head. Goat head was a big uh, staple in our house growing up. Uh, tripe, tripe, oh. uh, wheat bread. Yeah, no, there's nothing I wouldn't eat. No. Interesting. I'd probably make it on Survivor, except it would have to be low carb. <laughs> <laughs> Of course. Yeah. Of course. Some of those things kind of remind me of certain smells, you know, like sometimes yeah. a smell will deter you. Cause like some of the things you were mentioning, I'm yeah. like, I don't think I could eat it just because of the smell of it. Yeah. But, um, but you know, there's good smells, there's bad smells. Is yeah. there an aroma that reminds you of a certain person yeah. or a place or a time in your life? Absolutely. A perfume called Via Condotti. Mm. that was purchased for me by my favorite cousin on my first trip to Italy. Mm. I have to find that perfume again because it brings such happy memories of my travels in Italy. I have got to find it. I have tried to search for it, but that smell, and I kept the bottle Mm -hmm. and there's a slight, slight bit of that scent still there. And it takes me to such a happy place. Oh, that's so cool. And also my mom's um, sauce my mom's tomato sauce, which Sunday mornings was Italian, you know, household Sunday mornings were always, you woke up to the smell of sauce being cooked for one o'clock. We always ate at 1 PM. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so we're groggy. All of us have come, uh, me and my three other siblings have come home from clubbing or going out and you're, you're awoken by this wonderful aroma of tomato sauce. (laughs) And you know, you're going to have some sort of delicious pasta dish at one o'clock. Oh, Which yum. for us would still be like a breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yum. Yeah. You talk about going out clubbing. That's funny because yeah. you and I were on a dance party, like a virtual <laughs> dance party one time. And yeah, I was yeah. really surprised at some of the music that you were um, putting in for the playlist. And I was yeah. like, all right, yeah. Louisa, there's yeah. a little more to you than I thought. <laughs> What's your favorite kind of music? Oh gosh. Uh, well, you know, I grew up a rocker, hard rock, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and then, uh, but then I became kind of a disco diva too. (laughs) And, uh, and then I like soft rock. I'm not, again, like food, I'm not discerning, Mm -hmm. but, uh, certainly, uh, you know, I can even dance. I can, as long as I can get up and dance to it, I'm Mm -hmm. so happy. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, there's just so many songs. Like I like Pitbull for dancing, you know, Pitbull, J-Lo, <laughs> um, anything that gets you a, a fast beat. You know, it's like, I tried yoga, by the way, Debbie, uh-huh. have incorporated. Oh, wanted to mention I've lost 143 pounds without exercise. Oh, wow. Zero. Wow. Zero. Just your diet alone. Wow. Which tells you that all the things we do to try to lose weight. Oh, let me go and join the gym. And I spent thousands of dollars at gyms. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause we go there to, because we think exercise will help us lose weight and we don't have to change the way we eat. I get the psychology. I'm not, I don't, I don't want to give this up. So let me go work hard in the gym for two hours. That never helped me. I never lost weight. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but, but I have taken up, you know, exercise and mm-hmm. I started with yoga this year, mm-hmm. not for me too slow. But if I have a hard rocking tune or J-Lo or, or, or Pitbull blasting, mm-hmm. I'm so happy. I'm dancing. I've got so much energy and it's helped me lose these additional pounds in COVID. I'm yeah. bucking the trend, Debbie. I'm not gaining weight during COVID. I'm losing weight. <laughs> yep. I lost, I lost 15 pounds too. So awesome. 
Yeah, I did mine a little different. I did it with the intermittent fasting. Um, but you know, I've always been more conscious of my carbs as well. Um, Good. But I, I have yeah. to admit this last month, and that's probably why I'm so tired. Mm -hmm. I have uh, slipped and uh, fallen back a little bit and eaten a little too many sweets. So I need uh, to, I do have well, a sweet tooth. You mentioned intermittent fasting. That is part of the program. Okay. Uh, I, I'd like to let you know that I have many Muslim friends. So I am now fasting along with uh, Muslims who are observing Ramadan. Right. I started April 13th. So I'm on week two of uh, fasting. Mm -hmm. I eat only once a day when the sun goes down. Wow. And I would never have been able to do that eight years ago, Debbie. Right. But what? I'm not hungry. <laughs> That's good. I, and I'm leading a group of Muslim ladies who are trying to learn how to eat without carbohydrates. Mm -hmm. It's very hard. And I'm trying to lead the way by showing them. They're saying, I'm hungry. And I'm telling them, and I'm not. <laughs> and they're also jealous because I'm losing weight and they're gaining. Oh. So because they're eating before the sunrise, like they, they have to fast between sunrise and sundown. Right. They can't during the day. So they get up in the morning at like five, six o'clock before the sun gets up and they're bulking up with what? Carbs. There you yep. go. Oh, I had a whole wheat bagel and I had a low fat yogurt and I had this. And why am I hungry at 10 o'clock? Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> so I'm trying to show them that is not what I'm doing. Right. And, and they're starting to realize how beefing up with all those foods as they get up mm -hmm. is setting themselves up for failure during the day because they're starving all day mm -hmm. and they've got to wait till that sun goes down. Right. Right. And, you know, like you mentioned too, like with the exercise and when you're not eating properly, yeah. you don't feel like doing anything. And like I said, I know I'm guilty. This has been an issue for me this last um, yeah. couple of weeks. I've just been like dragging. And so it's yeah. really hard, but when you're eating right, you have yeah. the energy to go do that, you know, to go dancing or go to yoga yeah. or Zumba or whatever it is you want to go, you know, go yeah. to the gym, whatever that's, you know, that really helps. I think it helps a lot. So, um, well, you know, and, and, right. It, the carbs, again, we spoke about that earlier instead of it, carbs give you a, an instant boost of energy, mm -hmm. but it's not long lasting. Mm -hmm. For example, I'm fasting all day. I still have energy. I go work out for an hour and a half. Wow. Good for it's you. It's phenomenal. The change that happens mm -hmm. when you give your body the correct fuel that will get you through the day. Mm -hmm. Now I ate the last time I ate, it's now almost 11 o'clock in the morning. My last meal was at 8 45 PM last night. Wow. I had, what did I have last night? Uh, I think, um, a big steak, a huge steak, 12 ounce steak. Wow. Uh, cauliflower, tomato and cucumber salad, mm -hmm. Nanaimo bar, which is a dessert, mm -hmm. keto style dessert made with stevia or monk fruit sweetener, mm -hmm. a bulletproof coffee filled with butter and, and heavy cream, wow. MCT oil. Uh, I'm full. I am still full and it's 11 o'clock and I won't be eating again till 8 50, nine o'clock tonight. tonight. Wow. And that's all this month, but I do it, but Debbie, I do like you, I do intermittent fasting throughout the year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. So, yeah. so tell me what feeds your soul. What is it that just takes you to your happy place? Helping others. And I get emotional, but helping um, others resolve health issues, 
I, I have an accountability group with my clients that we meet every Tuesday mm -hmm. and it brings tears to my eyes because last Tuesday, one of my clients who had joined me in January has lost 19 pounds. And then she went in to see a doctor because she had to have surgery for an issue. And she also had acid reflux. And the doctor looked at her and said, what have you been doing? Do you know that you don't need the surgery anymore? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Nobody can see it. My mouth is open. Yeah. So <laughs> I, wow. uh, I've resolved fatty, fatty liver also. So what great news that one of my clients, and she's not even done. She's lost 19 pounds over the last three months. Wow. She joined me in January. Her health issues are now resolved. That's awesome. I have another client who had a fatty liver and her doctor said, you need to lose weight, go and eat low fat and low, low, uh, calorie, you know, cut your calories. I said to her, Oh no, no, no. That's actually going to harm your fatty liver. You're getting no. And I made her trust me. I said, trust me on this. Mm -hmm. Please stick with me. I will help you with that fatty liver. Mm -hmm. She went back to her doctor three months later. Mm -hmm. And he said to her, and I said, don't even tell your doctor what you're doing. Cause they're not going to agree. Right. Because he had told her to cut the fat. And he said, Oh, he said, you've cut the fat. Your right. fatty liver is starting to resolve. Wow. Yeah. Mick drop. I'm telling you it is people are shocked because they say, Oh, you're eating fat. Yeah. But as I said earlier, it's good fat mm -hmm. and your amounts of food start to decrease. Yes. I used to eat 18 eggs a week, but now I don't think I've had eggs this week yet. Yeah. It's a natural evolution mm -hmm. of quantity eating, adapting to a new way of eating. Mm -hmm. Your fat starts to, your body starts to burn fat, and then you need less quantities of food to feel full. Isn't right. that amazing, Debbie? Yeah, it is amazing. A word, freedom. <sighs> yeah. Do you understand that freedom? Yeah. It makes me, it actually makes me tear up when I say it because I was addicted to bread, potatoes, rice, pasta, peas, corn, carrots, and beets. Mm. Those four foods are the highest, highest sugar. Well, and including desserts, of course, mm -hmm. are the highest food groups, uh, 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 high carb food groups that you right. can find. And the freedom that I have now, <sighs> again you're glowing it's like i wish people could see your face right now because you are you just yes yeah. that's so cool well i could we could sit here and just talk all day because yeah. i love how passionate you are about this and yeah. you are a testament of you know just putting huh. in the hard work and yeah. just finding your why to motivate you to do this yeah. and then to help other yeah. people that's just so awesome so before we get to the last question, where can our listeners find you? Because you have a retreat coming up. So tell us about that and where can they find you? Okay. Well, I have a seven day retreat and it's all free where I'm going to be speaking a once a day uh, at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I have a dedicated private Facebook group that, you know, if they if people want into the group, then. Um, what they need to do is register with me. So uh, if you, you can find me on Facebook, Louisa, L-U-I-S-A, Maroney, M-O-R-R-O-N-E. Um, on Instagram, it's at 
M way of eating. I type so fast, I forgot the why. <laughs> it's supposed to be my way of eating, but it's M way of eating. Okay. Uh, although on Facebook, it is my way of eating. I have a business uh, uh, Facebook page, mm-hmm. uh, but it's better to just friend me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I welcome all friend requests, but the retreat is happening Monday, May 10th mm-hmm. through to uh, May 16th. I already have quite a few people filling up the retreat. I will be doing it by Zoom call. I answer questions. I talk about my journey. I dedicate, I, t- I, tick, I pick a particular uh, topic each day uh, and I'll talk about, you know, how many carbs we're eating, uh, foods with hidden sugars, uh, the recommended amount of carbs we should be eating, which is 100 mm-hmm. um, a day. You know, we, and we talk about my journey and then if you decide to join my program, uh, then you get put into my accountability group. And we have such a wonderful time. We love each other. We support each other. We motivate each other. Um, and what really, really makes me happy is motivating others and giving others inspiration. So please look for my way of eating. And the website, which I can't update, something's wrong with my password, is mywayofeating.ca. Mm-hmm. Mywayofeating.ca. Yeah. Um, I encourage anyone who's interested in finding out more about how I did it to just join my retreat coming up in May. Yeah. Because, you know, um, most people are shocked and most people would join me. They come to a couple of retreats because they're like, ah, that's a heck of a lot of fat you're eating there. And yeah. I got to give up some foods. But what I say is no matter what, you're always going to have to give up something, right? right. Yeah. There's a the discipline involved in being healthy and eating healthy. For vegans, it's giving up meat and, you know, mm-hmm. eggs and, and there's always going to be something. Right. Isn't it? Yeah. There is discipline no matter which program you choose. That's right. Right. So, and, and that's why I know. love the name. It's you, you yeah. have it titled my way of eating because every, yeah. like you said yourself yeah. too, there's other yeah. programs that you tried that just didn't yeah. work for you. They might work yeah. for someone else, but this is definitely yeah. working for you. So that's yeah. great. And oh, yeah, actually there's a, it's my way of eating can be your way of eating. There you go. I can customize my program for anyone. And I just, I'm so happy when I see people resolving health issues because it's not just about weight loss, Debbie. Right. It's about our health. Yeah. And I know that I was a train wreck mm-hmm. on my way to, right. oh, who knows? Yeah. Probably a cocktail of pills like my dad. Yeah. And, and maybe not even getting that surgery. I know people who are quite obese who can't get their surgery because they won't do it. Right. They won't. Right. So if I can give hope to any of your listeners, um, you know, I really hope that they would in, 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 participate in the, in the retreat. And even if they miss it, that's okay. They can get in touch with me anytime, anytime. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Last question. What makes you dance in the kitchen? So <laughs> it could be literal or it could be metaphorically speaking. What makes you dance in the kitchen? Oh, you know, a perfect uh, day or evening is spent cooking with my husband and he's such a romantic that he will in the middle of, you know, cooking dinner for the family, he'll say, oh, I'll be right back. And then I'll hear music and it'll be one of the songs we dance to at our wedding or one of our songs we love. And he'll pull me, he'll turn off all the stove, the elements, and he'll just pull me into his arms and we will dance. And then the kids will come in and they'll be like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) And we do that often. We do that often. 
Uh, we do that even when we're getting ready for bed, we're, you know, in the bedroom and he'll just put on his iPhone, his playlist, and then we're waltzing around in our underwear. <laughs> <laughs> and he, that's, he just, I have a wonderful husband who, by the way, has lost 70 pounds. He's a former client. Oh, awesome. <laughs> I gave him a discount. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> but, you know, he, he too is happy. He's a diabetic. He still has to be on meds mm -hmm. uh, and he's got other, but, but he's starting to get off those medicate, like not as many medications, but right. that's what we, you know, we both love to dance in the kitchen and everywhere in the house. Aww. And it just, it's, it's what helps me, I guess, stay so married to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sweet. Well, uh -huh. Louisa, I want to thank you so much for taking time and sharing your story with us and um, passing that along to other people. And you're just such a firecracker. I mean, you really are. <laughs> I just love it. It's, it's awesome. So thank you again so much. Well, thank you for having me, Debbie. This was fun. I really had a good time on the show. Thanks. On the podcast. Is it a show or a podcast? Podcast. <laughs> podcast yeah. Isn't Louisa just great? I wish you could have seen her face while we were chatting because she really does glow and light up the room. I don't know about you, but that conversation certainly motivates me to watch my carb intake from now on. And after this chat, she checked in on me again and totally lifted me up. She's motivating me to pay better attention to my eating habits. Plus, she helped me with some business ideas too. She genuinely cares about her friends and clients. If you or someone you know and love is diabetic or pre-diabetic and you're not eating the healthiest foods, I encourage you to check out Louisa's free seven-day retreat that takes place next week, May 10th through 16th. Look for her Facebook group. It's called My Way of Eating Seven-Day Retreat or like she said, send her a friend request. She really is such a friendly person and definitely motivating me to get my act together with my eating habits because, admit it, we all slip and fall a little bit no matter how hard we try. Hey, thank you again for listening and joining us on the dance floor today. If you'd like to connect and keep in touch with me, then head on over to social media. I'm usually hanging out on Instagram at Dining with Debbie. That's my cooking and community page. You can find it on Facebook too at Dining with Debbie 33. I would love to see what you are up to as well. Come and join us in the Facebook group Dancing in the Kitchen podcast and introduce yourself. And shoot me a direct message over there if you or someone you know would like to join me on the dance floor in my kitchen, which is this podcast. Or if you have any questions, just let me know. If you liked this episode, could you take a screenshot, tag me, and share it with your friends? That would be awesome. Could you also do me one more favor and hit the subscribe button to this podcast and leave a review? That would mean the world to me. Because think about how cool will it be if we can make a difference in just one person's life by sharing our stories and talking about our favorite foods, favorite music, and what lights us up. 
I hope you leave today inspired and ready to find what makes you hungry for happiness. So again, please subscribe and join me on the dance floor in your kitchen or wherever it is that you find joy. Until next time, keep dancing in the kitchen.